You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Hour number two, it's the Ken Miller Show with Trent Cotton at 1700 KBGG. All by myself today. Talked with Ken a little bit earlier in the program. As always, you can catch any portion of the program you miss. Just search uh, Ken Miller Show with Trent Condon over in iTunes, Stitcher, whatever podcast device that you use, and you can find the podcast there. Joining me right now, Scott Dockerman from Landa Ted as he hops on the Dr. Stephen Fuller and Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline with us this afternoon. Doc, what's going on? Hey, uh, just enjoying this hot weather, I guess. Uh, Maybe that's the wrong word. Living through this hot weather. How about you? Same thing over here. Dealing with that. Got a little high school baseball tonight, but uh, I a smile ear to ear as I found out Ankeny Centennial got a new ball field and air conditioning in the press box. That's not something I get very often in the high school baseball ranks. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> I, I've done baseball. I When I was at the Gazette, I would do a couple of games in the summer just to kind of keep my skills sharp. And, mm-hmm. and I like I like high school baseball and uh and I remember covering it all those years when I was in Muscatine or uh, wherever. And, man, I, I can't tell you how many times, you know, it would be hotter in the press box yes. than it would be on a day like this, um, you know, even just sitting in the stand. Yeah, and it's never fun when uh, you got radio equipment with you that emits its own heat. So I'm pretty excited. I might find my way up to Ankeny a little bit more this summer than normally uh, with the setup they got up there. going to be a good time. Well, Doc, uh, with that, the news comes out last week, Landa 10, and the great work that you and Bobby LeJess have been doing over there. Just a month left as uh, Cox Media Group decides to pull the plug. I know something that for you individually, very frustrating and got to be disappointing, no doubt. We know you're going to land on your feet and something great's going to turn out for this. But I've seen uh, some things talked about there, five-year commitment, everything looked good. Had to come as quite a surprise to you guys from at least everything that I've read. Yeah, it was a surprise. It was a surprise that when they had decided to abandon the entire operation. Uh, and that was the, really the unfortunate part, because when you look at, uh, um, you know, what I guess we were told, you know, a little over a year and a half ago when I made the jump from uh, the Cedar Rapids Gazette to Land of Ten, it was, uh, you know, there was a, a, you know, a five-year commitment. In fact, that was kind of the, the crux of the discussion at that point was, I said, look, I, I'm working at a place. I've been there for 10 years. I really like it there. I like the people I work with. Why should I leave to start to come to this new startup? And one of them was, well, it's Cox Media Group. It's an $18 billion operation. And then also, you know, we have a five-year commitment to this at the end of five years. We'll see what happens. But I guarantee your newspaper doesn't. Well, I can, I can tell you that starting July 1st, uh, the Cedar Rapids Gazette will still be in operation, and Land of Ten will not. Right, and I, I find that the most frustrating, not only for myself because simply I, I live in the same house that I did before, but for other people like uh, my colleague Bobby Lejess, who did such an excellent job covering the Cyclones, and you know, and, and that really helped him get a job with us. But you know, he moved across the state, and, and we had lots and lots and lots of stories like that in both Land of Ten and SEC country. So. I think it's really frustrating that, uh, you know, something like that uh, did take place. We thought there might be some changes, perhaps a few layoffs, but not, uh, you know, to scuttle the entire operation. 
Well, and, and the frustrating thing, certainly for, from our perspective, is just the content you guys were putting out. It, was, it wasn't it was just your cookie cutter, here's a game story. You guys you know, delved deep into different topics. You had the great series with recruits coming in. Just so many different avenues. And, well, you're still working all the way through uh, through next month. But, you know, Bobby, uh, Bobby and you have put together such great content. And I was reading your article today, a question that's debated all the time, and you put it in great form. Who's better, Hayden Fry or Kirk Ferentz? Your question for today. Uh, how, how deep could have you gone into this topic? Well, uh, one of our plans was to do a big summer series yeah. that really laid out that, that whole argument. I mean, you know, so I did it in a couple hundred words versus, you know, what, what really could, you can't do justice with it with anything less than 10,000. Uh, because, you know, both of them, I mean, you know, you, you're talking about 40 years of Iowa football history. You're talking about 143 wins for one, 143 for the other, two completely different eras, two different styles of coaching, um, two pluses. I mean, you know, you start with Hayden Fry resurrecting this program that for 19 years didn't even have a winning record, you know, 17 before he got there, and then taking it to the Rose Bowl in 14 bowl games in 17 years. But, you know, Kirk, you know, Hayden's era was ending in – or fashion. I mean, and Kirk had to do his own resurrecting, and and he did. And you know, and the consistency that he's had has been strong. I mean, you can nitpick a lot of the different things with him, but uh, you know, really, uh, you know, Kirk's had five top tens. Hayden's only had two. However, where Hayden was better, in my opinion, was uh, Iowa had a lot more top twenty five, uh, whereas Kirk only has has had one outside of the top ten. And I think that's where Kirk's kind of fallen short. Uh, but then, you know, just so many different aspects. I think back then it was probably more difficult to dig out of the, the hole because of the, you know, amount of scholarships teams could have versus now it, it's harder to stay on top because of the 85 scholarship limit. I mean, you look at back then, Wisconsin, Iowa State, Northwestern were nothing more than, than bottom feeders. Mm-hmm. Uh, now all three of them are, if not consistent winners, certainly capable winning programs and the only program that's really slipped is illinois so um i think you can argue either side in in, in a winning fashion and that's just how good both of them frankly are you know that that last part that you brought up i I think is so big because northwestern during that time it was putrid iowa state 15 consecutive Mm -hmm. wins wisconsin not even close to the heights that they became to get through and you know, for a while, what did Wisconsin run the veer for a while back in the eighties? I mean, nobody's running the veer anymore. You don't have to worry about some coach that thinks you can get away with that in the Big Ten and what Wisconsin's become. That that to me is the biggest difference. Where seemingly every year Hayden chalked it up, you got three wins already in your belt before you even get into your bye games and those kind of games. Yeah, that's to me the biggest difference um, between the two and the two eras. I mean, you look at Wisconsin. I mean, from seventy-seven to ninety-seven. Iowa was 17-0 and one um, against a program that just was not at all what it is today. I mean, you know, I would bro- probably say it's sim- more similar to Indiana than it, than it is to modern day Wisconsin, just simply because of how good it is. And then, yeah, as you mentioned, 21 straight against Northwestern, it doesn't even bear a resemblance of what it was. And then Iowa State, you know, once McCarney uh, took, you know, got in there and and turned the program around, uh, you know, in '98 and and one five straight against Iowa, you know, it's been, uh, you know, a very contentious rivalry. And, and it, back then, you know, I mean, Hayden, I remember in 96, Hayden saying 
about uh, Iowa State. Well, they're not more important than a Big Ten game. They're not more, more important than Arizona. And, and that's just because every year it was such an easy victory. And, and then with uh, Northwestern in 95, before they played that kind of epic team, you know, Northwestern at the time was like, uh, you know, he goes, well, after 21 straight, they still got to show me they can lick us. You know, so, you know, you have, and of course, I would kill for that kind of rhetoric now, especially out of Kirk. But, yeah. <laughs> but seriously, it's it's such a different era, and those three teams were just, um, you know, yeah, as you mentioned, three wins versus now. You look at those three games with Iowa, and, you know, I mean, Iowa had worse records than Wisconsin and Northwestern last year in the same record as Iowa State, and that thing went into overtime, so... It's a, it's a completely different era with those three teams. Well, from a, a historic look back over to a little basketball in the here or now is we're, what, about 34 hours away officially before Tyler Cook has to make an official determination. I know Rob Howe had an article talking with his mom earlier today. What are you hearing? It sounds like it's going to go up until tomorrow on that deadline before we get a decision from Tyler Cook. I, I guess from the beginning, a better chance than it was that he comes back at Iowa, but I'd still put my money on him uh, leaving his name in the draft. Where do you sit today, Doc? I'm kind of in that boat, too. I, you know, the, the strange part is, without having an agent, I'm, I'm not sure exactly what's the best method for him to get his feedback. Um, you know, is it through his parents or is it through, you know, if you say Coach McCaffrey, well, I'm sure Coach McCaffrey is not exactly a, uh, you know, unbiased objector here. You know, he wants him back. Yeah. Uh, so, I, you know, as far as, anything it's it's 50 50 and i mean i think his game needs that development but i think ultimately what it comes down to is can he get that development better at iowa or in a professional setting uh he's still very young explosive player i think he can be a pretty good four at the next level um you know but he's got a lot of refinement to do i mean his he, he's a kind of a pure athlete iowa's had you know, since maybe Ricky Davis, but can he be a, um, can he develop and develop quickly? I, I think he can, but, you know, it's, it's really hard for me to say which path he goes down, but um, I, I've always been on the side that I think he goes pro, but I, I'm not really sure right now. Yeah, and, and you mentioned that upside. And the thing that uh, during this discussion now over the last couple of months that, it's driven me crazy. Well, he's he's not even close to an NBA player. He's not. But when you're molding a player with that kind of physical ability, and Doc, you saw it. He, though he's not a great shooter at this point, he knocked down plenty of jumpers. The, the Big Ten tournament game against Michigan, he hit, what, three probably 18-footers in that game. That range, I think, is going to come along. We're not talking about a guy with a broken shot that never has a chance to do that. I think when you're looking at a skill set, look, he might not be drafted, but for him to get a two-way deal... I think there's going to be a team that at the very least looks at him and says, hey, let's put this guy on our G League team and, and see what we can develop because there's immense upside there. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think that's what people are looking at, saying, you know, okay, he's not going to go out tomorrow, make the team, and be part of the rotation. I mean, yeah. we've seen decorated Iowa players and Iowa State players that have been either up and down or barely last. You know, George DeYang, way better player than, than Tyler Cook at, the, at this level. Same thing with Jared Utah. Um, Aaron White over in, in Europe. He's a better player than, than Tyler Cook. I will say this. I think Tyler Cook's physical skills um, for the next level may be better than all three of them. It's just a matter of can he develop them and who develops them better. 
Will it be a G League team for two years? Will it be Europe? Will it be the Iowa Hawkeyes? I, I mean, I think that's what it all comes down to. He's not going to be suiting up for you know with Le- alongside LeBron next year, but he might be in three years if he gets the right coaching. So I think that's going to come down to what's the best decision for him to make. Because I think I think either way he's going to play. Uh, you know, if, even if he goes, even if he doesn't get drafted, I think he's a G leaguer mm-hmm. one way or the other, and it's just a matter of uh, you know which route he wants to take. You know, if he does make the leap, what's the, what's a realistic expectation for Iowa basketball next year? What, what's something that you look at that squad and say, that's a realistic goal? Is it NCAA tournament, or is that maybe a bridge too far? Um, I don't know that it comes down to Tyler Cook as to whether or not they go to the NCAA tournament or not. I think it comes down to their backcourt. You know, can Joe Wieskamp uh, come in and become a contributor right away in multiple ways and areas can he come in and pass the ball and defend because i think their backcourt defense was the worst you know part of their game last year can he do that can he can jordan bohannon continue to, to play that many minutes at that position can they share the ball can they also defend it i i don't know that tyler cook is the biggest part of that i think it's everybody else um i think they might be a little more cohesive with maybe without him, although he's a better player than all of them. So it's kind of a tough catch-22. I think they're capable of making a leap like that. It's just they've got a lot of off-season work to do, especially defensively. If they can do that, yeah, I think they could be a you know middle-of-the-pack Big Ten team that's on the NCAA tournament bubble. If they can't, then they're going to be on the NIT bubble. Um, I don't see them being quite as bad as they were this year, though. Be a big step back. Hey, one final thing. Uh, enjoyed your article earlier. We were talking about your talk uh, going back and forth with Hayden and Kirk. Non-conference scheduling, and you put wrestling, uh, a dream duel, in Alcatraz. How, how did that come out of the mind? <laughs> uh, you know, we get these great ideas and questions about, you know, hey, w- you know, what about, you know, what kind of neutral site games or what kind of, um, you know, home and aways would you like to see in, in these sports? And, you know, and I thought, you know, that in wrestling, Iowa's going to wrestle the best teams in the country. They already do. But it's the location that makes it kind of cool. And I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, what about the Mall of America? I'm going through my mind. I'm like, ah, you know, yeah, okay, that'd be kind of cool, but I suppose. But, you know, what's another place that just says, you know, tough physical wrestling? <laughs> I'm like, Alcatraz, man. That would be the best place. So, you know, if to me, if you could get Iowa, you know, wrestling a Arizona State, and you know, maybe a couple other teams have a great duel there, that would sell the sport like no other. I, I would love it because you know they already had one at what Grand Central Station about four or five years ago. Right. So I think Alcatraz would be the next one, and you know, and the one I stuck in there for baseball, I think that absolutely needs to happen, and that is, uh, you know, Miller Park's got a retractable roof, and. Why and it's not an operation in March. Why can't the Big Ten say, you know, all these teams are struggling with the cold like we saw this year? Why can't they put the 13 baseball schools, bring in like three others, mm-hmm. and have them all go there and, and play a series? That's what I would do. It'd be good. And yeah, you're right. With the, with the roof over there in Milwaukee, it'd make a lot of sense have everybody go there. And they could actually get collegiate baseball since Wisconsin doesn't offer the sport. That's a, a, a talk report for another day. Hey, Doc, we are out of time for today. Thanks as always, and, and we're rooting for you. Best of luck. We'll be talking here, I know, in the coming weeks, but big things ahead. We're rooting for you, Doc. 
All right. Thanks, Trent. Appreciate it. Scott Dockerman, Land of 10, joining us here today. We're coming back on the other side. we got Mitch Sherman from ESPN. More college football talk coming up next. Hey, it's Bill Ryder. Nice to be talking to the home crowd again in central Iowa, where I was raised, where I got married. The show is right than you, 5 to 9 p.m. weekdays on Des Moines Big Talker 1700 KBGG. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards from brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Walk to prevent suicide. Join the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention and participate in an out-of-the-darkness community walk. Register for a walk near you at outofthedarkness.org. Suicide takes an enormous toll on families, friends, co-workers, and entire communities. Walk to raise awareness. Walk to raise funds for research, education, advocacy, and programs to support people impacted by suicide. Walk to save lives. Go to outofthedarkness.org today. Come on out to Westwood Golf Course, Newton's beautiful 18-hole golf course. We're just a short drive from the Des Moines Metro. At Westwood, we have a scenic and challenging 18-hole golf course, a full practice facility, driving range, practice putting and chipping area, and a short game practice area. We've also got a fully stocked pro shop with all the name brands like Titleist, Ping, Callaway, and much more. Check out our Facebook page and website for great specials at westwoodgolfcoursenewton.com. Come play your next round at Westwood Golf Course in Newton. Hey, comic fans, we've got a sweet deal for you. The Wizard World Comic Con is coming to the Iowa Event Center Friday, June 1st, Saturday, June 2nd, and Sunday, June 3rd to celebrate the biggest show of the year and celebrate the best in pop culture. We've got your opportunity to enjoy this amazing show for half off. That's right, half off. Purchase a Friday pass for just $19, a Sunday pass for just $22, or a weekend pass for just $39. You won't find a deal like this anywhere else. These tickets are on sale now at this station's website under our Sweet Deals tab. Wizard World Comic Con and Gaming brings it all. Movies, comics, toys, video gaming, TV, anime, collectibles, and much more. There's fun for all ages. Come out and meet your favorite celebrities, including Greg Sulkin, James Marsters, Matt Ryan, and many more all weekend long. Get your tickets now on this station's website under our Sweet Deals tab. Don't miss out on this great Ticket Tuesday Sweet Deal. Get your tickets to Wizard World Comic Con to while you can. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. Baseball. Is there another professional sport that brings out as much passion and as many memories in their fans? Kevin the Flag Guy here. We love baseball at Heartland Flags. Go Reds. We know what the flag means, and so do you. The classic pinstripes, the simple W, or the iconic throwback logos of your favorite team. Baseball is back, and it's time to fly your favorite team's flag. Shop in-store, 3719 Southwest 9th in Des Moines, or online at heartlandflags.com. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. 
Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Trust, quality, value. Just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, tear-offs, specialty roofing, and gutters. Wolf Construction has grown into a roofing machine that installs and re-roofs nearly 2 million square feet of roofing each year. Wolf Construction has been given the Super Service Award from Angie's List and is accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today for your free estimate. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-216-3643. That's 515-216-3643. And online, wolfconstruction.net. Guys, Trent Condon here again for New Leaf Wellness. Warm weather is going to be here before you know it, and if you added some pounds during the winter, New Leaf Wellness can help you. Great treatment programs designed specifically for you. I'm on the GAC and Mick. It has helped me not just lose weight with my energy level, no more lulls in the afternoon. Give them a call today. Set up a free, no-obligation consultation. 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Let's feel better together with New Leaf Wellness Centers. Welcome back. Coming up on your drive home from 4 until 6, I'll be back along with Jim Brinson with Jimmy B and TC from 4 until 6 o'clock. And then baseball takes the airwaves this evening. It'll be Ankeny Centennial in southeast Polk about 7 o'clock with the first pitch out in Ankeny at that new ball field this evening here on 1700. But right now it's time to talk a little baseball, a little football, a little bit of everything with our friend from ESPN, Mitch Sherman, who joins us from Omaha today. Mitch, how are things? School's out. Uh, you got to be a happy papa, right? You got the kids at home. I'm all right. I'm waiting for the summer programs to kick in, but uh, <laughs> it's kind of that dead zone in between in between uh, those, those uh, times of year. But as you said, it's, uh, it's the time when uh, college baseball starts to fill my plate, so I feel uh, more versatile than ever in uh, the months of, uh, of May and June. I can talk baseball, football, basketball, everything's going on. Well, the, the brackets are released. They were out uh, yesterday, no, Saturday, Sunday, I guess it was, uh, when the brackets that came out. Now, of course, Iowa not in there. They had work to do over in Omaha at the Big Ten Tournament. They promptly forgot to bring the bats in, and they went 0-2, so a quit exit there. No Nebraska, obviously, they didn't even qualify for the Big Ten tournament. So how were the crowds in Omaha? What, what, what was the scuttlebutt with, with no Iowa and Nebraska uh, around for the weekend? Yeah, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. I know the Big Ten had better uh, had bigger expectations than the, than the uh, attendance that we saw at TD Ameritrade Park. I mean, it didn't help that it was uh, about 98 degrees all weekend in Omaha. Um, on on BTN, the the, uh, the shots of the of the stadium that I saw were 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 really bad. I mean, you're talking about completely empty uh, lower lower concourse. Um, I know officially the attendance numbers they, they were weren't were, were decent. Um, I think they they doubled uh, the tickets sold from uh, from previous tournaments and at other sites. But uh, I don't imagine that a high percentage of those tickets were actually used in the stadium. You had 
Uh, of course, many Nebraska fans expecting their team, after winning the Big Ten last year, to finish in the top eight and make the tournament, and um, they didn't. So those tickets, I, I think, largely went unused. Um, the, uh, Omaha did did sign a uh, or did did get the, the tournament for for five years. So I'm sure folks at the Big Ten hope that this is uh, somewhat of an anomaly, and in future years you don't have that combination of of uh, extremely hot weather and a lack of uh, the, the uh, local teams. Uh, I, as you said, Iowa going 0-2 when it was on the bubble heading into the conference tournament did not help matters with, uh, with drawing people from across the river also. Yeah, that, that certainly was a blow there. What about Nebraska not even qualifying this year for the Big Ten tournament? Now, they'd made the NCAAs the two years prior, but any scuttlebutt about Darren Erstead over there? I, I'm sure frustrated this season, a losing record overall for the Cornhuskers. A blip on the radar, or there's some concerns with Cornhusker baseball? Well, people take baseball pretty seriously um, with the, with the uh, among the Nebraska fan base. This is a program that has made a significant investment in the sport and, you know, was in the College World Series as a member of the Big 12 three times uh, in the, in the, a decade ago in 2001, 2, and, and 05. And, uh, you know, it was a consistent NCAA regional team before, uh, before the, it joined the Big Ten in 2011. And really, you know, with as much as the Big Ten has, has helped Nebraska, arguably, I would say, um, it's certainly helped Nebraska's bottom line. Um, you, could, you, could, you could make a case uh, either direction as to what it's done for the football program uh, and the basketball program. There's really not a case to be made that the Big Ten has helped Nebraska on the baseball diamond. It was much more successful as a Big 12 team. And, you know, the Big 12 is just, is just a better conference, uh, generally year in and year out. You see the results in, in June in Omaha when that league uh, sends teams most years to Omaha. And uh, the Big Ten has had one in the, in the, last, uh, the last 30 years or so. Um, but, uh, yeah, as you said, Darren Erstad is, is safe uh, in his job as the head coach. I mean, it's a, it's, uh, if it does get to the point where Nebraska experiences more difficulty in baseball, and you have to start looking at a, at a change, then, you, then it becomes uh, you know, kind of an awkward situation, uh, more awkward than any potential coaching change, and most potential coaching changes, because he is, of course, uh, a former uh, star, superstar, one of, you know, arguably the best player in the history of the Nebraska baseball program, was the number one overall pick in the MLB draft in 1995, was a, was a, was a star on the football team, as, as much as a, a punter and place kicker can be on a national championship team for Tom Osborne. And uh, you know has been a significant donor to uh, to the to the athletic department in the past too. So you know they're not at that point where they're where they're looking at his job security. But um, baseball is a sport at Nebraska where that can definitely become part of the uh, part of the equation. You know, four Big Ten teams made it this year. The, the Big Ten is better than it had been in the past. But you mentioned what Indiana, the only team with Kyle Schwarber to make a College World Series over the last thirty years. Investment seems to be growing in the Big Ten, mm-hmm. but. Will the gap always be significant just because of the divide between the North and the South? I mean, you can make inroads, but it's one thing to get in, and it's another thing to actually make it there to Omaha to the College World Series. I don't think you're ever going to see 10 teams in the NCAA tournament from the Big Ten like you have from the SEC this year, mm-hmm. and you saw from the uh, from the ACC a couple of years ago. You know, The SEC arguably had an 11th team, Kentucky, that uh, had a resume better than some of the teams that made it into the tournament, but... Uh, the committee elected not to uh, not to put an unprecedented 11th team from one conference into the 64 team field. Um, no, that's never going to be the Big Ten in baseball. Um, I mean, you, you, Wisconsin doesn't have a program. Um, I think that's illustrative somewhat of uh, you know the well. It's it's not illustrative of the overall commitment to the sport in the league. 
but it tells you a little bit about the difficulties that many of the league schools face when there's a program in this big of a conference that can't even or won't field the baseball team. So, uh, but what Indiana did five years ago, um, and what I think Minnesota has a realistic chance to do this year as a national seed, uh, hosting this weekend, the first round of the, uh, of the postseason, um, it would not be an, a, a giant upset, um, especially, uh, considering what may happen on the other side of the bracket, you know, where Minnesota could or could not have to travel for a super regional. Um, I believe the Gophers are, are, uh, are locked up, uh, potentially in a super regional with Oregon State, but, uh, but LSU is at that Corvallis super, uh, re- LSU is at the Corvallis Regional, so if LSU uh, beats Oregon State as it did twice last year at the College World Series and Minnesota is to win its regional in Minneapolis, then you'd have a super regional uh, at Seabird Field on campus at Minnesota, which would be uh, a big score for the Big Ten and, and give the Gophers an inch high track to, uh, to make it to Omaha. And, and I think what they've, what they've done through this season, what they've proven through this season, is that they would be um, you know, a worthy team. And it would be great for the Big Ten and the dean of Big Ten coaches, uh, John Anderson, who has never been to a College World Series in, uh, as a coach in, uh, in 37 years leading that, uh, that program, which has been you know, consistently one of the better, better, better programs in the league. You know, Mitch, it's interesting with, with the College World Series right around the corner. LSU, you mentioned them. We know how well they travel. We, we've heard that for years. Who else is the Omaha Chamber of Commerce? Who are they rooting for to make a trip? Who, who travels well to Omaha outside LSU? Well, anybody in the SEC. Um, that, that, that's, a, that's an easy answer for you. And really anybody in the South. Texas uh, will, will certainly travel well. That's a non-SEC team. Um, and, and, you know, if you, if, you, if you start getting teams that are closer in proximity to Omaha, uh, like an Oklahoma State, uh, Wichita State back in, uh, back in its heyday many years ago under, under Gene Stevenson as coach, would bring a lot of people to Omaha. I think Minnesota could potentially bring bring a lot of people to Omaha if the Gophers were to uh, were to pull a minor upset and and uh, make it through these first two weekends. Um, the SEC teams, though, they they really rule the day when it comes to uh, bringing a lot, a lot of fans um, to uh, to Omaha. LSU leads the way. Mississippi State is a team that's brought uh, a lot of fans in the past. Texas A and M um, has brought a lot of fans. TCU out of the Big Twelve. Uh, travels well, though the uh, Horn Frogs, after four consecutive years of uh, advancing to the College World Series, are not in the uh, in the tournament this year. So, really, if you play in the South and uh, you know you get big attendance numbers, Arkansas is another one that's in fairly close proximity to Omaha and draws huge numbers to uh, Baum Stadium in uh, in Fayetteville all year. And Arkansas's coach Dave Van Horn is uh, formerly the coach in Nebraska, so they have some uh, some people here in this state who are uh, who are. Uh, fans of uh, of the Hogs and their coach, so they bring a lot of people. And Arkansas is a, is a top eight national seed and is, could, could host all the way to the College World Series. So uh, most of the SEC teams, some of the ACC teams, some of the Big Twelve teams generally bring the uh, the biggest crowds. With that, Mitch, uh, well, it's not just baseball for you; it's a lot more football. And, and the off season is upon us. Uh, all the storylines that are out there as we wait for media days coming up, Mitch. Uh, over-unders, win totals, Vegas numbers, point spreads. Do you get into that? And maybe another question here, are you going to be getting more into that as, well, of course, the, the changing of the law and what happened with the Supreme Court here a few weeks ago? You had your meetings out in Bristol. Is that going to change a little mm-hmm. bit what you do in terms of writing? Well, you know, ESPN already has a presence in, in, uh, 
in the sports gambling side of things, and that that's changed over the last few years. So that it, that uh, a lot of the ESPN Insider content is geared toward gamblers. You certainly can't ignore that that uh, that portion, large portion of your uh, of your reader and, and viewer base. Um, we, we we definitely talked about how it could change the uh, you know the game. Not so much in in turning our our writers into handicappers or people who give out advice on point spreads, but uh, yeah, I mean it's more on the radar for sure. Uh, those numbers than they have, I would say, ever been for uh, people in 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 our industry. Um, I generally like pay attention to them in a in a in a you know it's it's somewhat off my radar. You know, I generally you know maybe read an article about the the, the win totals or point spreads at this time of year, but I don't pay attention to it on a week by week basis when I'm covering the sport in the fall. You know, if if uh, if there's a bad beat that that everybody's talking about it, you know, I'm, I might hear about it. Um, or you know a, a line that gets that, that comes down to the final play of the game that I, I might hear about it, but I don't usually know those things going into uh, you know going into a Saturday. And and, and I, I think it's it'll be interesting to see as states legalize sports gambling um, and it becomes more prominent, you know, and 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 you know even more so than than in recent years or in today's era, players and coaches are you know it's going to be it's going to be hard not to be in tune with that you know there'll be people everywhere that, that, that are talking about the numbers and you know i, I think it's a, it's a real challenge for the ncaa it's a real challenge for the conferences and the individual institutions to, to uh um you know to, to keep up the uh, the look of, of of maintaining the integrity of the sport both in in football and in, in college basketball so you know I, it's i think it's too soon to know exactly where this is going to go and how much it's going to impact um, you know what what we write and the way that uh, it's viewed uh, in in the um, you know between the lines and in, in, in the actual games, but uh, it's it's uh, nonetheless one thing that that it's not too soon to predict is that it's going to be more prominent and it's going to be I would say a storyline every week in uh, in college sports and uh, you know that's uh, that's going to be a big change. Uh, there's no doubt about that. Well, one of the point spreads, obviously the biggest one here in our state, Mitch, was uh, the release of the Iowa-Iowa State number. Our buddy Chris Andrews out at the South Point, he uh, brought that out. Iowa was a touchdown favorite very quickly, though. They moved that point spread now about a four, four and a half point favorite over the Cyclones over at Kinnick Stadium. And, and Mitch, we've mm-hmm. talked about it here locally with both teams. This is an anticipated season. Both teams on the fringes of, of top 25s that are out there right mm-hmm. now. This is a year where both teams have as big of expectations going in as I can remember, certainly my 38 years in the state. Yeah, and both with established, experienced, successful quarterbacks who are returning. And that, that's, that's going to be something to watch as we, we get into August, that, that you know, who, who's getting more hype uh, among, the, among those two guys. Um, yeah, definitely. I, I mean, I think Iowa State has more momentum than Iowa uh, moving forward from last season. Iowa State, of course, had exceeded expectations last year, I would say, in most people's eyes, while, while Iowa uh, did not necessarily do that. But, um, yeah, I, going into, into 2018, to, to me, when I, when I look at that game, you know, way, way off in the distance, um, you know, immediately the thing I would want to ask myself if I'm trying to pick, you know, which one of those teams I think here in May is going to win is where's the game being played this year. And as you said, it's a Kinnick Stadium. So, okay, you know, and I know, I know the home team has, has not always had the kind of success that you would, you would imagine in this series, but, 
Um, to me, it makes a big difference. And having been at both of those stadiums, you know what the what the home field advantage is like. So, uh, I you know I, I would initially like Iowa because for that reason. Um, but that that what did you say it was seven at the beginning? Uh, you know that to me seems like too big of a number when you consider all that Iowa State has achieved over the uh, over the last year. Yeah, it seemed like a big number. That was, I think, pretty much globally here, or statewide. The the reaction seemed a little hefty outside of the most ardent of Hawkeye fans, and well, the point spread reflected that as it quickly moved down. You know, one other thing that that jumped out to me certainly with this is. Wisconsin this year, they come in as, as big favorites this season. Look, their home schedule is a joke, but they have a lot of difficult road games this year that are going to be good. It's Wisconsin, but a run to 10-2, and 11-1, maybe not as easy as it seems on the surface when you look at that road schedule for the Badgers. You know, Wisconsin handled that challenge two years ago. It's a you know, a lot, a lot of the, it, it tends to be with the way that the Big, 12, the Big Ten schedules that you get um, you know, on, on an odd, even situation where one year your home schedule is very good and the next it's not, and you play your tough games on the road. And I, I wish that the Big Ten would look a little bit more at balancing that. You know, I've seen it locally here with Nebraska where you just have a dud of a home schedule one year, and then the next season, you know, all of your marquee games for the most part are, are at home. And Wisconsin's kind of in a cycle like that, too, where two years ago, as you viewed it, and I believe that year began with that LSU game at uh, Lambeau Field. Um, you know, from from right on there, from that neutral game, uh, neutral site game through the regular season, the Badgers just had a, a, a murderer's row of uh, not just opponents, but the locations of those games too. And last year it was a little softer. Um, certainly liked the way that Paul Chris team handled that in 2016. So you know, the question is, is that an indicator? Um, that Wisconsin can do that again in, in 2018. And I don't know, because every team's got a different dynamic. You know, and like we talked about with Iowa and Iowa State, the Badgers do have that advantage of having Alex Hornibrook as an experienced guy at the quarterback spot. You know what they have with Jonathan Taylor as a running back. If he's healthy, he's going to be solid, more than solid. He's a Heisman Trophy candidate. So, and the defense uh, is, is, uh, is not a question mark. Um, they, uh, they're going to play solid defense. So, you know, I'm not so worried necessarily when it comes to Wisconsin about where the games are, but the lineup of opponents, um, you know, is something I think that one of these years uh, is going to is going to take its toll on that team. We haven't seen it happen recently, but 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 that 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 kind of string of luck is not something that you can expect every year, even for for uh, a Wisconsin program that has generally been immune to uh, you know getting bogged down as the season goes on. It, 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 it's in the past. They've worn their opponents out rather than the opposite. One of these years, it's going to flip on the script is going to flip on them. Tell you what, Mitch, I uh, I very much am enjoying the Bill Moose era at Nebraska. Boy, that guy never shuts up, does he? He uh, his, he makes his opinions known. He's not afraid to talk. He's brash. Um, you know, depending on the audience uh, to which he is speaking, um, you know, he'll say even more to uh, to maybe rile up opponents. You know, I think the the good thing about Bill Moose is that he does. He takes his job seriously, of course, but he doesn't take things too seriously that he's afraid to, you know, afraid to make a comment. You know, if he makes a comment that ruffles the feathers of Iowa, or if he makes a comment that ruffles the feathers of Michigan and Ohio State, you know, hey, he just takes it for what it is. And it's like it's going to generate some headlines for a few days. It's going to get some fans upset on the Internet. But really, in the end, it doesn't matter. You know, I don't think Urban Meyer is going to use 
um, as motivation uh, against Nebraska next fall that the athletic director made a comment to boosters in, in, in the offseason that, uh, that, that Urban Meyer's team and Jim Harbaugh's team were running scared of a Nebraska program that won four games in, in, uh, in 2017. You know, maybe he'll use, he doesn't need to use that as, as motivation. I, I, so what I, what I like about Bill Moose, what I appreciate about him, uh, is that he just kind of says it like like he he thinks it, and 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 if it's gonna if it's gonna anger some people and upset some people, well then 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 so be it. You know that's worked for him. Um, it worked for him extremely well in uh, in the coaching search that that he had last uh, November uh, with getting Scott Frost. He wasn't afraid to say from basically the very beginning that Scott Frost was the guy that he wanted, and uh, you know it, it worked out. So uh, I think that'll continue to be his. Uh, his mo moving forward, and you know it makes uh, it makes being around that program more interesting than when uh, you know the, the, a guy like the previous athletic director at Nebraska, Sean Eichhorst, essentially didn't say anything in public. You know, uh, one of the things last week, and I enjoy the content. He gives us something to talk about during the summer months. I, I love that about Bill Moose, but he was hinting at a possibility of a return in the mm-hmm. Big Ten to eight games in the conference schedule. Now, there's been some scuttlebutt since then. Is that actually what he was talking about? What was your takeaway from his comments? Well, again, it was uh, probably him him speaking slightly out of turn. You know, I don't think it's the uh, any athletic director, you know, whether it's Dean Smith at Ohio State or, or uh, Gary Barta at, at Iowa. I don't think it's anybody's job as an athletic director within that this conference or any conference to speak to, uh, you know, future scheduling uh, matters. That's the, that's the job of the Big Ten office and Jim Delaney. So, um, and so I wouldn't put a ton of stock in it. And, you know, initially it, def- it raised my eyebrows. You know, is the Big Ten going to scale back from a, a big decision that it made um, not long ago to, to, uh, to, to implement that nine-game conference schedule? And, and it seems that the Big Ten is not. You know, I think we heard it from some people at, at the Big Ten Network. I believe Dave Revson spoke on, on this uh, on the record that, uh, you know, that this is, this is a – a different kind of change than what is is uh, being speculated here. Uh, Bill Moose didn't necessarily say right out that the Big Ten was going back to an eight-game conference season. He said that you could expect some kind of differences um, in the scheduling model, and there was uh, speculation then that, that that's what he was referring to. I think when it comes out uh, here um, soon, um, what you'll find is that, yeah, there's, a, there's being a change made, but it's not. Uh, the Big Ten going back to uh, to an eight game uh, conference conference uh, season. Good stuff. Well, uh, Mitch, with that, we will put a cap on things here. Always good catching up with you and get ready for those crazies coming to your town here in a couple of weeks for baseball. Absolutely, look forward to it. Good to talk to you, Trent. You too. That's Mitch Sherman, ESPN dot com, joining us. A little college football, college baseball, ran the gamut with Mitch, and always good. Catch it up with him. With that, we got to take a break. We'll come back, put a cap on things, and take a peek at what we're looking for this evening. All to come here, it is the Ken Miller Show with Trent Condon on 1700 KBGG. News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com. Hey, guys. Nate Adams. Buying jewelry can be scary. When I was ready to propose, I went online first. But then I stopped by Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Christine showed me the four C's and helped me understand what I was buying. I got a ring that my wife loves to this day and a relationship with a local jeweler that is so important. If you're ready to propose, go to Christopher's today. Stop by today to see the many unique rings in all price ranges. Learn more at Christopher'sJewelry.com. 
On behalf of the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention Iowa chapter, thank you for your support in 2017. The Central Iowa Out of Darkness Walk at Ankeny's DMAC campus raised over $75,000. These funds allow our local volunteers to create and maintain support groups for those who have lost someone to suicide, implement education programs in colleges and high schools to prevent suicide, and advocate for new legislation to strengthen mental health care in Iowa. Please check AFSP.org slash Iowa for more information on our 2018 fundraising events, including campus walks and out-of-darkness walks across Iowa. The American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, Iowa Chapter, online, afsp.org slash Iowa. It doesn't get much better than a great day on the golf course. Family-owned River Valley Golf Course is a par 72, 18-hole public golf course along the beautiful Raccoon River Valley. With twilight specials every day after 4 p.m., frequent player programs, a clubhouse available for parties, and much more. River Valley is just minutes west of the Des Moines-Waukee area. Learn more at rivervalleygolf.com. That's rivervalleygolf.com. River Valley, your golf course. It's time for some straight talk. Some wireless companies offer free phone deals. Sounds pretty sweet until you find yourself locked into a pricey long-term contract. Not so free after all. With Straight Talk Wireless, you can own the latest smartphones for a low monthly payment, and there's no contract. Cancel anytime, no penalties. Check out our wide selection of the latest smartphones at Walmart. Straight Talk Wireless, only at Walmart. This is a lease-to-own transaction. Customer will not own the device until all payments are made. Please see terms and conditions of service at straighttalk.com. Shop Lowe's Memorial Day savings for great deals to update your home inside and out. Refresh your walls or renew your deck with $10 to $40 off select paint, primer, and stains. And if you've been craving new appliances, get up to 40% off appliance special values on some of the best brands in the business. All projects have a starting point. Start with Lowe's. Paint offer valid through 530 and via rebate. Appliance offer valid through 66. Exclusions apply. See store for details. U.S. only. All of us parents have heard about skyrocketing college tuition costs and staggering student loan debt for graduates and naturally wonder, what can you do? We can help. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. A 529 college savings plan allows parents or relatives to set aside money for their future college students and possibly save on taxes too. With an automatic monthly savings plan, this makes for a simple and steady way to add to this account. For information, visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440 440- one one three three. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M industrial pressure washers. Mighty M built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online washersystems.com. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 
515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. All right, back one final time, wrapping things up on a Tuesday, back into the work week. You know how it is after the three-day weekend. Glad to be back here. We had just so many things to talk about from the baseball, the weekend, of course, the beginning of the Stanley Cup Finals, the NBA playoffs. We got two game sevens. What a night it was. And last night, well, hope you enjoyed it. If you're somebody like me that gets into, you know, you got the hockey, you got the basketball, you can flip back and forth. Hope you took advantage of that last night because, well, that's the final time. We'll get both hockey and basketball going on at the same time. The rest of the way, uh, we'll get going a little back and forth tonight. Well, no basketball as the finals with Cleveland and Golden State for the fourth consecutive year. That'll begin Thursday evening, 8 o'clock, with the tip of game number one. Hockey with the day off as well, Ken, out in Vegas. We talked a little bit about that earlier. And as always, you can uh, catch any portion of the program you can you miss. Just search for The Ken Miller Show with Trent Condon on iTunes, on Stitcher, all kinds of streaming devices. You can hear our podcast there if you miss, miss any portion of the program. But off tonight with uh, Washington and Vegas after the 6-4 win, the empty netter to push it over if you're laying the one and a half. Last night and a smile on your face. That'll get going again tomorrow. Baseball tonight. Well, let's see. What what do we got this evening that's going to grab my eye? Obviously, you guys know me. I'll be watching the Twins in Kansas City. Not a whole lot of love there. Gibson against Duffy in that matchup. We get the Cubs early tonight, 6.05 with the first pitch for the Cubs. John Lester back on the bump after a great start so far to the season here over the first couple of months. Pitching very well. ERA under 2.5 on the season. Keep an eye on that one, obviously. Houston Yankees, that, that's been good. That's something uh, I'll be peeking in and out. St. Louis and the Brewers, they get going with the Series 640 with the first pitch there. And I got high school baseball tonight, so that is going to be dominating things for me until I get home tonight. 645, we'll take the air with the pregame show. About 7 o'clock, it'll be first pitch with Ankeny Centennial and Southeast Polk tonight. High school baseball and another game coming up on Thursday. It'll be Norwalk hosting Des Moines Roosevelt. Two games this week here on 1700 on the high school baseball scene. With that, out of time. Be back here in a couple of hours. Myself and Jimmy B 
We got Alex Halstead stopping by. We'll talk some Cyclones, including new commitment on the football front from the Cyclone football team. Ian Castleberry, we'll talk Major League Baseball with him. A lot going on on your drive home from 4 until 6 o'clock before high school baseball. Thanks, everybody out there for listening in once again. The hockey will be back tomorrow. We have your full coverage here on 1700 with the Stanley Cup Finals with our connection with Westwood One and NBC Sports Radio. You'll be able to catch all the action if you're out and about coming up with that tomorrow evening. Have a great night, everybody. We will be back this afternoon from 4 until 6 o'clock. And back tomorrow, myself and Ken. Ken from Vegas again tomorrow. We'll get you locked and loaded here on 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Tiki Barber. And Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Boom. Hey, guys. Nate Adams. Buying jewelry can be scary. When I was ready to propose, I went online first. But then I stopped by Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Christine showed me the four C's and helped me understand what I was buying. I got a ring that my wife loves to this day and a relationship with a local jeweler that is so important. If you're ready to propose, go to Christopher's today. Stop by today to see the many unique rings in all price ranges. Learn more at Christopher'sJewelry.com. If you're a small business owner, you know how important it is to keep good records. We can help. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. Bookkeeping, payroll, sales tax reporting, as well as income taxes, everything you need to be successful in running your business. We are not a chain and offer local and personalized service. You do what you do best and let us do the rest. Visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440-1133. Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory-trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M, built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online, washersystems.com. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Villaggio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100 Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Villaggio. Terrace Hills Golf Course is home to the four-and-a-half-hour guarantee. Are you tired of playing golf courses that don't care about speed of play? Then make a tee time at the beautiful Terrace Hills Golf Course weekdays before 2 p.m. and weekends and holidays before noon, and they guarantee you'll complete your 18-hole round of golf in four-and-a-half hours or less, or your next green fee is free. Terrace Hills Golf Course. Make your tee time now by calling 515-967-2932 for Terrace Hills Golf Course in Altoona. 
Golf Headquarters, 2900 University Avenue, Clock Tower Square, West Des Moines, is loaded with great golf gear for Father's Day. Golf Headquarters Father's Day sale starts now. Cleveland Wedges, $79.99. Callaway Hybrids, $89.99. Odyssey Pro Putters, $99.99. Pro V1 Reloads or Father's Day promo at $19.99 a dozen. But Joy Superlights Golf Shoe, now $59.99 on closeout. Taylor made drivers on special for $199.99. Golf Headquarters Clock Tower Square has the new Ping G400. Taylor made twist face drivers and the jailbreak Callaway Wood. All the best in stock and on sale. Golf Headquarters five-star Google fitting review says it all, and launch monitor fitting with certified fitters is free with purchase for Father's Day. Nike Puma Adidas on sale from 10 to 50% off. Tailor-made golf balls, $14.99 a dozen. Golf bags on sale starting at $79.99. Golf Headquarters Father's Day sale starts now. Gift certificates available. One-day golf club regripping service for Father's Day. Golf Headquarters, your place to shop for Father's Day. Stop by 2900 University Avenue, Clock Tower Square, West Des Moines. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you. Cap is back. Flag Guy here. We're proud to sponsor the foremost expert on all things Chicago, Dave Kaplan, weekly here on the Ken Miller Show. While Cap has the behind the scenes on your favorite Chicago sports team, we have the flags, Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Sox, Cubs. We've got them all. Northwestern, too. I guess they kind of count. Check out our Chicago flags and a whole lot more online at heartlandflags.com. And peep the retail store, too. 3719 Southwest 9th, Des Moines. The United States track and field outdoor.